0: So I'm reading Thomas Trobert's book And his book really gives me insights that Change me I like doing this in podcast format Because I could be uninterrupted And I can just flow with the conversation But Thomas Trobert in his book The Law and the Word Is this book You must read this book It is a must read You don't have to do anything Let me correct myself You don't have to do anything but if you are interested in how the universe works and how you can use the energy of the universe to manifest specific things in your life and not feel any anxiety or stress or worry about them and have them guaranteed show up in your life, Thomas Troward's book, The Law and the Word, will help you to understand. So, what this book is explaining is there are different dimensions of life, one being The absolute. It doesn't have any different. There's no differentiation in the absolute. It is simply absolute. There's no way around it. There's no. uh, There's no, no differentiation. There's no form to it. There's no face to it. There's nothing to it. It's just the absolute. It's the principle of life itself. You can't see it, taste it, touch it, smell it, or hear it. But it is what governs and what substantiates this entire existence. Now, then you have the other mode of the law, which is the word. The word, the definition of a word is the principal carrier of meaning. The principal carrier of meaning being the word is really the law brought into form, into a specific form. So here it is. We have the law, which is the principle of life itself. Then we have a current of that law. We can call that energy. And then we have a form that that energy, uh, that current takes, that law, the law takes. And that form is going to be exemplary of exactly... Um, well, let me back up and say... <clears throat> however the form is structured determines how much of the law or life shows through it. So... To give you an example. You have a mouse and you have an elephant. A mouse is no more alive than an elephant is. Both of them are equally living. But they are made of different living substance. uh, Different amount of living substance. So the mouse is smaller. The elephant is bigger. But the life in the principle is the same. But if you take a any animal in a human being and you can definitely see that the difference of livingness in a human being that shows is different from the level of life that shows in an animal. So why is that? It's because the word or what we are is a configuration that allows for more and a greater expression than the animal does. And it's equal to the the amount of life that is expressed is equal to the intelligence in the being as well. So the amount of intelligence that is displayed and put into form in man through his mind is what gives is what gives man his life energy is what is what gives him that uh, is what gives him that energy. So. The law or this life energy comes into constriction. And that's called the word. So you cannot produce any form or any expression that goes beyond the word. The word is the restriction that the energy comes under. It's the container. It's the end. It's the restriction. It has to be a restriction. There has to be some limitations put on energy in order for it to appear in form at all. So he was talking about bringing the law or this principle of life into your life into a specific form so let's say you wanted more money rather than trying to believe in something that doesn't exist which is not what faith is they explain faith he explains faith as bringing substance to those things that are unseen so what's unseen in your life right now you may not see your loving wife or your loving husband you might not see them So what would give substance to something that's unseen? Faith. Now what is faith? Feeling like it's here. It's literally entertaining and feeling the invisible presence of the something. So by you feeling it, you give it substance. You cannot feel something that doesn't exist. So by you actually feeling the the unseen thing, you give it substance the only one who's able to who's capable of giving substance to anything is the one and only expression it's the one and only expression of god would you say it's the one and only it's the law that's where it all comes from so your wife is there too your husband is there too your magnificent relationship is there too so the only way that it comes into existence into being is if you give it substance by feeling the feelings of your reality so how can somebody how can you tell yourself that the reality isn't real if you're feeling it the fact that you're feeling it the very fact that you're feeling it gives is the substance it actually is the substance of things that you can't see it's substantial the only difference between the things that are unseen and the things that are seen Is the things that are seen can be touched with your physical senses of your body. And the invisible things can only be touched with the invisible senses. It's the same senses. It's the same sensations. But there's one, the body feels the sensations of the physical world. And the invisible, the mind, feels the sensations. Same ones of the unseen. So the same feelings that you feel in the unseen come traveling into your experience in the third dimension eventually. So the, that's the fourth dimension. So you can call it the fourth dimension. In the fourth dimension, every reality exists simultaneously here and now. The one that appears into your third, your third dimensional life is the one that you've given substance to. So it's this idea of the word being able to condense it condense the living substance into a form into a mode of operation <clears throat> so how does how does this uh, life energy okay how does this life energy show up in man well it shows up in man by man's thinking if you see certain thoughts you see certain thoughts and you you think certain thoughts and you feel certain emotions, then that's the restriction that God is being put under. So that's the restriction God is being put under. God gets put under this restriction. And the restriction is so that it can be that, that he can be glorified and seen is through form. So form allows us to appreciate any form. An In invisible form, a physical form It allows us to appreciate So <clears throat> This is why gratitude is so Huge It's it's huge to have gratitude So what gratitude does What gratitude does What's up honey I see a rabbit over here But what gratitude does Is it takes the energy of um, of God and it expands it in whatever form it's in now. So if you ever see Pokemon, this is a beautiful, I love that show, beautiful show. If you ever see Pokemon, what Pokemon had was they would have animals and they would reach a certain level of energy and they would be so in their mode and they would be they, they would be on the the peak or the brink or the edge of their um capabilities and the 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 higher capabilities were expressing themselves through this um this animal and it would evolve and it would turn white and it would transform Into a form that was much More complex and capable It transformed into a much more Complex and capable creature Of the same kind It was the same kind So it was If it was a fire animal It would still be able to breathe fire It would still be able to do fire things But it would come with additional capabilities It might be a little stronger It might be be able to last A little longer It might be able to you know, wield a little more power. And that is what happens with gratitude. Gratitude evolves whatever you have and transforms it into being capable to more capable than you were before. This is just a couple of different things, a couple of different things that uh, really stood out to me about that book. And I hope that this is good for you, too.